Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Consider subscribing to get notifications the next time we post a podcast. And if you enjoy this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share with a friend or on social media. Welcome to Chamber Chat, a monthly look at the Northfield business community sponsored by the Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce. Today's guest is the president of Community Resource Bank, Jim Lowe, and here is your host, the president of the Northfield Chamber of Commerce, Lisa Peterson. Community Resource Bank was founded in 1878 as Citizens Bank of Northfield and since then has evolved into a cornerstone of the business community while serving the families and individuals of Northfield as well. Jim Lowe took over as bank president in 2019. A native of Cocado, Minnesota, Jim started his professional life as a lawyer, practicing in his hometown for six years. And while he enjoyed his duties working with contracts and real estate, he eventually decided family law and litigation were best left to other people. So he formed a small title company as part of a local bank and quickly discovered his niche in bank management. Coming to Community Resource Bank after serving as a bank president in Ladysmith, Wisconsin, Jim found the bank in good shape with a seasoned team of skilled leaders where decisions are made locally and the roots of agriculture, business, and the community are never forgotten. Today, on the premiere edition of Chamber Chat, we'll talk with Jim about his background as well as the long history of Community Resource Bank, how he and the bank came through the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, and how CRB engages in the Northfield area community. Hello, and welcome to our first edition of Chamber Chat <laughs> on 95 FM, KYMN, AM 1080 in Northfield, Minnesota. I'm your host, Lisa Peterson, the president of the Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce, and with me is... Hi, my name is Rich Larson. I'm the news director at KYMN, but people are going to shortly just know me as Lisa Peterson's sidekick <laughs> on Chamber Chat. No, that's not true. That's not true. This is just really exciting. So this this show, um, we've talked about this a little bit um, on Friday, yeah. kind of organically happened. Um, we just kind of... Rich and I have a good relationship. We, we like do. to we like to chat with each other quite a bit about what's going on in Northfield. We gossip like two little old ladies. We do. we do. We really <laughs> do. And so through our gossiping, um, we developed this idea, and just really excited to have Jim Lowe here today as our first official guest yeah. on our on our Chamber Chat show. Um, so I'm just gonna give a little bit of what's going on with the chamber quickly, and then we will um, get into our interview. Wait, hang on. I, I think Jim actually has something you would like to he say. He does? To oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to say it's a great privilege to be here with you two. Well, my goodness. And if I can add anything to what you two are gossiping about, <laughs> that would be a surprise. <laughs> you don't want to be part of that text thread, Jim? We can, we can add you in there. Well, I almost feel like I shouldn't say anything because your introduction was so good, Lisa, <laughs> that I should just sit back and let you two talk and i'll just smile i've got a good smile for radio you do you do we can we can take a picture of you and put you on the web there it is right there <laughs> there's the show and we're done <laughs> that was easy <laughs> 
Well, one of the things that um, I'm excited to talk about with the Chamber is our brand new leadership program. So throughout the coronavirus pandemic, we've been developing a few new programs at the Chamber, and our leadership program is one of them, and that um, we're currently accepting applications for. If you go to northfieldchamber.com, you will see that on there. And this is a nine-month cohort that is going to start in September, go through May, and we are going to be connecting emerging leaders with the decision makers in our community. So we are going to be talking about everything from individual leadership styles to tourism, arts, and history, and why that's important to the Northfield economy, our health and human services, economic development. And then um, we also have a day at the Capitol that we can all go up there. Uh, We're taking a bus. We're going to meet with the governor. We're going to meet with our legislators. So it's just a really great opportunity for young emerging leaders in our community to get to know each other, get to know the decision makers in town, and um, hopefully gain that um, love of Northfield that right. we have. Right, right. Well, that's a, that's a contagious thing, this love of Northfield, I think. You know, you spend enough time here, you get, get engaged. I mean, Jim's, Jim's been here a couple of years. He knows all about the uh, gaining the love of Northfield. Right. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's not something that's, uh, uh, that's hard to come by. No, if you spend some time here, it's a great community to to move into. It's a great community to be from. Right, and no matter how you got here, Northfield's I found it to be a very accepting community. Yeah, and uh, as my family's moved into the community, um, the school system has been fantastic. It's been a great way for for us to become part of the community. Certainly, my role as a bank president gives me access to different organizations and uh yep. it's been a great way to uh, to get to know the community and, and i'm just uh, thrilled to be here yeah before we get to uh, jim I, I what is the deadline on the uh uh for for putting in my application to if i want to be accepted into the leadership cohort july 15th july 15th so yep. I, I have about a month in you fact do. i have exactly one month exactly one month from to, today i have to get my act do i have to like write a uh, write an essay and you know submit my sat scores what do i have to, your SAT scores would be good. Okay. Um, no, you just you fill out the application, and it includes um, some references and uh, resume. And then our chamber board will be looking through all of the applications and going through them and deciding um, who and how many people we are going to have. Refer- have. References like like you mean like a note from my mom? Yeah, or, okay. from your mom and your grandma. Okay, um, okay. those would be good. <laughs> Professional, <laughs> Jim, Jim, of course. Jim, would you write me a reference? <laughs> Yes, okay, I would. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. All right. Cool. He recommends not. <laughs> Just kidding. You weren't specific. Okay. All right. Well, Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you came to Northfield. Well, sure. I think the introduction really kind of covered a lot of it. Um, I'm I'm originally from Cocado, Minnesota. Um, uh, skipping forward a few years, I, I went to college at the uh, Another MIAC school over in St. Peter, Gustavus. Yes, sir. And then after Gustavus, I went right into law school. So I kind of just kept on going. And uh, finally, uh, you know, after about a year and a half of law school, it was really hard. It was, I met Deb, my wife, in Madison. And all of a sudden, law school got easier and things started to kind of fall into place. And, uh, and uh, we, we decided to uh, return to my hometown, Cocado, to begin our life together and uh, my working career. Um, and her working career, she was the housing manager for 
most of the non-nursing home pieces of the Cocado Charitable Trust. Oh, is that right? So it wasn't long before I was uh, known as Deb Lowe's husband right. in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But we, we started our family. Uh, my, my, my oldest daughter, Vanessa, was born in uh, the year 2000. And uh, soon after that, Erica was, was uh, born, and then Evan followed a, a couple of years later. So our young family uh, started in, in uh, Cocado, Minnesota. And then um, as my banking career progressed, I knew that to advance, I needed to move. And uh, the position opened up in Ladysmith, Wisconsin, um, which you know very well, Lisa. I do, I do. <laughs> and and we'd been uh, familiar with Ladysmith as for many years we drove through Ladysmith to go to my in-laws up in uh, the Monaco area in northern Wisconsin. Monaco, that whole area is just gorgeous up there. Yeah, yeah. So, so when that position became available, it just seemed like a, it would be a good fit for us. The bank was about the size of the bank that I'd been with in Cocado. Um, they needed a leadership position, and uh, and I was ready for that. At least I thought I was ready for that, and it turned out that I was. Um, during that time, as you recall, during the 2008-2009 period, uh, the banking industry was going through some, some turmoil. Uh, yeah. And as I arrived at the bank in Ladysmith, I had some, some things to take care of at the bank, and yeah. uh, a, a great team was already there, but they just needed some some uh, direction and we had sure. to work through some some credit issues and before we knew it the bank was uh, turned around and and making money and growing so mm-hmm. that was just a great great way for me to uh to develop my skills as a leader at the bank and uh and when you move into a small community it can be a challenge yeah but being from a small community i think that kind of gave me uh, a better idea of what it takes yeah. and certainly my my wife and my family were very supportive of that and moving children in at a young age um, can give you a really good advantage mm-hmm. because they get plugged into swim programs right. and baseball and different right. things, and then naturally you you meet families that way as well. Right. So we found Ladysmith to be just a, a, a fantastic place to, to live, to grow. Um, the bank did well, and in about nine years, uh, the bank was, uh, was sought after, and we ended up uh, being acquired by another bank in the area. Yeah. And it was a great move for for the bank. It allowed them to handle larger, you know, larger loans, a little better, infra- uh, bigger infrastructure to uh, to do uh, new technology, to incorporate new technology. And uh, so I stayed with with that bank for a year as kind of the regional president, covering Ladysmith and Bloomer, Wisconsin. Um, but really, uh, yearned to be a bank president once again. Sure. And so sure. in, in 2019, um, about the time that I was looking, Denny yeah. Hansen announced his retirement from Community Resource right, Bank. And as right. I became aware of that, uh, started the process of looking to, to uh, see if that would be a good fit for me and for the bank. And it turned out to be a great fit. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. We're so glad that you came to Northfield. Well, thank you, Lisa. Even though Lady Smith misses you, I'm sure. Yeah, no, Lisa's not telling you this, but Lisa's from Lady Smith. <laughs> and before I knew Lisa, I knew her family in Lady Smith. So it was uh, certainly great as I was going through the interview process. Uh, Sue White, who you know very yep. well, mm-hmm. said, well, you should meet our chamber president. She's from Lady Smith. <laughs> and she gave me the last name. And I'm like, well, Peterson. I don't know any Petersons in Ladies. <laughs> but I did know your maiden name. Yes. So Albus. Right? So Albus, yeah, that's a pretty pretty big name in Lady Smith. It, it I is. must say. The, the way the way Lisa explains it to me, you and her dad are like golfing buddies or something. Oh sure. I, yeah. Yeah, Kevin yeah. and Cindy were, were, were friends of ours in Lady Smith, so it was uh um not a bad reference for sure. Hopefully hopefully for me too. I don't yes. know. <laughs> yes, it was. My dad um called me and he's like Jim Lowe is coming to Northfield, and 
he's going to be the bank president at, at one of your banks in town. And he wasn't sure which one. <laughs> he's like, you need to you need to meet him. You need to meet him. And he's just a great guy. So <laughs> well, I was excited to meet you. <laughs> one thing very special about Kevin is uh, he was one of the few Viking fans oh, in yes. Ladysmith. Oh, so. I like him already. He's a <laughs> yes. Viking fan behind enemy lines. I yes. like that very much. I came from a split household of a oh. Packer Vikings family. So my mom is very Packers and my dad is very Vikings. We're not going to ask you on air where you landed on this. We'll go talk I about this later. Am, I am Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you wearing green socks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If I'm going to be the sidekick, we got to talk about this. <laughs> we already have beef with our movie choices. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, oh, well, tell us a little bit about um, COVID-19, how the bank survived that, what's going on, what you guys did during that process. Well, banks are required to prepare for disaster, prepare for events outside of the normal. So when the, the pandemic emerged last year, um, like so many banks, community banks, we, we had a plan that we had implemented, but we, we had a plan that we had developed but never implemented um, to the extent that we did this last year. So through uh, initial uh, meetings, uh, discussions with our executive team and, and board members, you know, we developed a way to implement our plan pretty quickly. And you know, we wanted to always be able to have a, a, a full bench as uh, as we move mm-hmm. in, not knowing you know how quickly or how it's going to affect employees, um, you know employee health was was the primary concern. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and customer safety as well. So as we began to take steps to uh, you know to shut down the lobbies, and uh, we made the decision to uh, temporarily close our downtown location here, mm-hmm. so we could pull all the staff into our heritage uh, branch and uh, make sure that we could always maintain a, a team on site and then a team that could be rotated in. And that was kind of how we started. As we developed a, a work-from-home process, we were able to move many people outside of the bank into their homes where they, you know, to, to, to meet the mandates. And, uh, you know, and then we began. So uh, we started the year with a, you know, kind of a, a plan as to how the bank would, uh, would, would meet its budget goals for the course of the year. Uh, how we would meet our staffing goals, and then when the pandemic hit, we pivoted. Like so that many word. <laughs> yeah, we developed. We, we learned some new words this year. Pivot would be one of the words that we that we learned. Unprecedented. And, um, unprecedented yeah. Yeah. pivoting. Yeah. yeah, and then I, you know, I think good communication was just essential. So we 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 tell ourselves that we're good at communicating, but when situations like this happen, you really become good at communicating. Right. And differently, you know, you learn how to communicate through Zoom, how to do meetings remotely. Yep. Yep. And uh, while now we have, you know, Zoom fatigue, another word yes, that, we, we that we hear about. <laughs> but, but I think we've, we've learned that there are some things you can do with Zoom very well. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be incorporating some of those things moving forward. Absolutely. Um, we, I'm a social person. I love to interact with people. Right. And not being able to interact for a year or more than a year was a, a challenge painful mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. we had it to hurts. learn how to do relationship banking without actually being in person um and that was a, a challenge but it turned out to be something we could do very well um like so many community banks when uh, the ppp program rolled out right. in uh, late february early march of, of of 2020 nobody knew what that meant you know we were given uh, kind of a loose guidelines as to what we needed to do um, a mandate to 
get money into the hands of small business right. owners as quickly as we could. Just uh, for a PPP, of course, is Paycheck Protection Program. Yes, thanks, yeah. Rich. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we use, bankers have lots of letters, and that's one of the, <laughs> one that's become so pretty common. <laughs> so we had to uh, figure out how to do it, and the analogy was made that this is an airplane that was being built mm-hmm. in flight. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, it was extremely successful, and uh, we had... Uh, about 10% of our loan portfolio at one point was in PPP loans. Wow. And that's, wow. you know, that's a, a big number, but it's, uh, it's, and it's not uncommon in our industry that community banks were very nimble at doing that. And uh, so we made it a point to get that done quickly, get it done well. And uh, I think the benefits are, we can see now because there's a lot of fear going into the summer of 2020 as to you know, how, how will businesses um, survive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there have been some, there's been difficulties for sure, Damn. but I think the PPP program gave a, was a lifeline for many businesses, right. and then there continued to be, uh, there's a round one that we're talking about right now, round two rolled out um, at the beginning of 2021, and there's a lot of SBA programs that kind of stand aside, uh, stand beside PPP uh, to provide additional support for restaurants, uh, hospitality industries. Um, so really, I think we as an industry, we you know, with the government uh, the SBA program, some of those uh, programs really stepped up. And I think we stand here today better than we expected probably in March of 2020. That's got to be just a great thing to be able to say, because that was a pretty scary year for a lot of people. To, 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 yes. you know, right. To yeah. be able to stand here and say things are yeah. better than we expected. And, wow. And, and that's that not good. to say rich and Lisa, that there weren't you know, many tragedies that occurred during course, 2020. And, and you know, my heart goes out to anyone who who suffered those during during the year. You know, whether it's a, a personal situation, family, or or business. You know, that was, you know, we got through that, but it wasn't without uh, some heartaches and some headaches. Right. And uh, so we stand here today, thankful and grateful that we, that we have as much uh, um, success as we've had. But certainly, it, it's it's on the shoulders of some that have suffered, and we, we want to lift everybody Indeed. up as we can. Indeed. Um, this now, now mm-hmm. as we're having a recovery. Yeah, I agree, and I think education was really one of the the strong points that we we leaned on our our banking professionals for, because navigating the waters of of COVID was difficult enough, and then when we were getting thrown all of these different programs and and opportunities and just not knowing, you know, as a, as a regular old person, not in that industry, not knowing what those different um, guidelines were. It was really, really critical to have good community banking people to help us. Yeah, Thank you, Lisa. And, you know, I, I can stand here today and I can tell you that, yeah, we got through it all, but there were many, many days and nights, weekends when, the lending team, the lending operations team, the credit team were working to uh, around the clock to get people's applications submitted yeah. to figure out how to do it. Yeah. it really, um, a lot of education was done. You know, we had to get educated as we went along too. And I and I tip my hat to uh, to my team that that did that did the heavy lifting and really made this work. So uh, thank you for recognizing that. What um. So since, well, we're not out of the pandemic completely, but... We're coming out of it. I know. We're not wearing masks, so this is exciting just in itself. We are emerging. We are emerging. It's not behind us, but we are emerging. butterflies coming out of the chrysalis. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What are some um, new initiatives that the bank has going forward? 
Well, we, we're excited to be reopening our downtown branch within the next month. We're going to look at July 12th as being the date that we will be, uh, be opening our downtown branch. Um, in the last year, maybe you've noticed the CRB logo has changed. Yes. And Community Resource Bank has undergone a, 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 a new rebranding process and a new website. Yeah. So I would encourage you all... The website uh, domain name became a lot shorter. <laughs> a lot fact, shorter. <laughs> as as a as a CRB customer for many many years, I was so happy to see that URL change because community hyphen resource. It was just a clunky thing to be, have to type mm-hmm. into the the, uh, the to, into the bar. So I thank you for changing <laughs> the URL, especially for mobile usage. Oh my gosh! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the timing was right to do that, and we worked with a strong team, and we were able to uh, come up with a new logo. And I, going into that process, you know, if you've ever gone through that, it's really, uh, it's, it can be a little bit intimidating, but it can also be a lot of fun. And, and what, I, what I told the team going into it was, whatever the end result is, to me, is less important than having the team, the whole team, involved in working through you know, focus groups and deciding what is our identity, what do we want our brand and our logo to represent, mm-hmm. and I think at the end of the day, we're pleasantly surprised because the, the new word mark, um, it's bold, it's, uh, it's modern, and then the logo that goes along with it, I think, represents the strength that CRB has always uh, demonstrated. So um, please check us out. And uh, the website is uh, it's crb.bank um, is our new is our new website so check easy it out. peasy yeah <laughs> it's pretty great actually it is. <laughs> crb it really is. bank it is a, it's a beautifully done website easy to navigate um we we are um members of the bank with the uh, convention and visitors bureau and um and so i'm on there quite a bit well, that's great <laughs> and you may recognize a few of the faces on our website I, we've, uh, I did we're, we're using real uh real bank employees on our site Speaking of, do you have any new employees? What's what's happening with, with well, employees around there? So to reopen the branch, you know, during this last year, we are, are we were successful in, in not uh, losing any employees as a result of of the uh, the pandemic. Everybody kept their jobs, that's, and that's huge, man. And we made that a priority. Congratulations yeah, for that. That's, yeah, that's awesome. But but through the natural attrition that that goes on, you know, we we, we have uh, had some turnover, not 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 extensive, but we're we're excited to have four four new employees to jo- join the bank just recently: Rachel Norby, Shirley Low, L O. Uh, David Garwood DeLong and John Miller are new employees at the bank, and by adding them to our staff, we'll now have the uh, the bench strength to reopen downtown. And uh, you know, we know we also have a branch in Cannon Falls and in, in Roseville, and those uh, those branches are also uh, fully staffed right now and uh, and open for business. So we're excited to grow this year. That's one of our one of our initiatives is to to continue to grow organically, look for opportunities to uh, serve our customers better. And get out and meet people again, mm-hmm. right? And that's, I think, uh, that's one of the reasons why we're so excited to increase our our membership status with the chamber. Um, Sue White, for the last two years, has been chairman of the chamber board. She has and been; she's been awesome. Sue is our chief retail officer, and just does a fantastic job representing the bank and the community, representing the chamber to other chamber uh, mm-hmm. potential members. Um, our ambassador, uh, Marty. Benson, yes, you won't go to Top many golfer. events. <laughs> you, won't, you won't go to many <laughs> events and not see Marty representing the chamber as an ambassador and representing our bank. And of course, there you know, there are so many other people at the bank that are active in the chamber and get involved in other organizations. I think that's part and parcel of what a community bank 
yeah. uh, should do, and that's yeah. what we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're really active in the Rotary Club as well. Uh, yes, I, uh, Rotary's been important to me uh, ever since my days in Cocado. I've been involved in Rotary. I'm past president of the Cocado Rotary Club. So uh, we didn't have Rotary up in Ladysmith, and I missed it. What the heck? What's I, going I on, Ladysmith? Come a lot on, of other Lady great, Smith. A lot of other great organizations, but they didn't Green have a Rotary club. The JCs, I think they're... <laughs> As Artie had aged out of that oh, possibility. Oh, so you're an exhausted rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Both my parents are exhausted roosters. So. <laughs> I don't know all the JC terminology, but I know that I'm happy to be part of the Rotary Club, and I'll just make a quick pitch here. I'm, uh, I'm heading up the, uh, the turkey trot. So we're already making plans for the turkey trot on Thanksgiving Day next fall. So start uh, getting in shape now or or not. <laughs> we accept runners, walkers of all of all skill level and ambition, but we're looking forward to getting that up and running. Is that a five? Literally. Is that a five k? It is a five k. All right. Well, my I don't look for me, but I'm sure Lisa can can jump into that. I well. I'm usually in Ladysmith, to be oh, honest. It's a great way to kind of build up some reserves for, you know, a, a, create a calorie deficit so that when the day rolls on, right. you're in much better shape to uh, right. fully take advantage of yes, the great food of Thanksgiving. To have your belt undone and, and your stretchy <laughs> pants on. Yeah, so That's just one thing that Rotary does. I know there are many, many other fun you know, activities. I, that, uh, my, my favorite part about Rotary is the, uh, well, there's a lot of things to like about Rotary, but the, the goal to eliminate polio throughout the world like people don't think about that like like, well at least in america we don't think about this because polio is not here but it's still out there it's still across the world and and rotary has recognized that and rotary's one rotary stated goals is to eliminate polio all across the world yep and they're getting so close and just there are some isolated areas that continue to be to have the the uh, the polio disease, but you know we keep working on that. You know, and that's just if you talk about Rotary, we begin to talk about all the other organizations that have been fighting hard to stay uh, vibrant during this last year, or mm-hmm. even just to stay to stay alive. And now we can begin to re-engage with those organizations, and that's going to be very exciting. I, I can't wait. Yeah, it is. And Northfield has so many great nonprofits oh, in this community. We have can't throw a rock without hitting a good nonprofit. You can't, and yeah. everybody is involved in something, which is just wonderful. It shows the community spirit that we have here, and mm-hmm. and our pride in yeah. in in Northfield and Dundas, and indeed, and just loving living here. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a fun half hour. Yeah, I so, think. I think it's. Well, I think it's gone so. <laughs> I think it's gone pretty well. How are you for, feeling for our first for our first go at yeah, this? I think yeah. so. Jim, how, well, how's your experience been? Well, pretty painless, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, the time flew by. It's really fun talking with you too, and it's almost like there's no microphone and no headphone and no studio. Right, exactly. Just, uh, just talking to you too. We just so. need coffee next exactly. time. Yeah, Rich. How did we? How did we not know. do this? <laughs> Morning. I've been advertising this as a cup of coffee with Lisa. Before we let you go, Jim, is there anything uh, the folks out there need to need to know or should know about what's going on at Community Resource? Oh, just check us out, please. Check out our website. Uh, stop in, say hello to the 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 staff both yeah. at the heritage place and then once we begin opening up in uh in july please stop downtown as we reopen we're looking forward to re-engaging the downtown community with our downtown branch and looking forward to serving you all so thanks for this opportunity thanks jim. thank you jim thank you for being our first guest do you have any kind of a sign-off planned for for the for the show just yet <laughs> you know i just realized i don't <laughs> <laughs> you can make something up on the fly though i'm sure you can do this 
Well, I just want to say thank you to all of the listeners out there. Thank you to Jim Lowe. Thank you to Community Resource Bank. Thank you to KYMN for hosting Chamber Chat and um, and allowing us this opportunity to just talk with our Northfield businesses and learn a little bit more about what makes Northfield tick. And thanks to the Chamber for all the good work you folks do. Well, thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. Okay, uh, so this has been Chamber Chat with Lisa Peterson. We want to thank Jim Lowe, and uh, we now return you to our regularly scheduled really good music on yes. KYMN Radio. Really good music. Thanks for listening to this KYMN Radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN Radio Podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety, 